Why'd you start it already? Well, I can always go back and edit because I'm the one who's going to be editing, so boom, whoop, there it is. Huh? Anyway, just 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 forget forget about it. Greetings and welcome to episode twelve of Are You Wedding Son, the podcast. I am Ryan, also known as Mathman Ten Twenty Four, and as always, I'm joined. Stop it, weirdo! I'm joined by my son, Caleb. Hi. Toaster Waffle. Yeah, that's also me. He's also going by. Actually, it's a Toaster Semicolon Waffle. Stop. Mm-mm. Oh, come on! It's fine. Well, okay, so here's here's why. Do we need to just go ahead and just get into the story of why we haven't done a podcast in like three months? Why haven't we done a podcast in a while? And why am I referring to you as semicolon? Well, part of it is because we just didn't do it. We just forgot, I think. Did it, you forget? It was I for, forgot. It wasn't forgetting, but it was crazy schedule. Things were going all over the place. And, but, that's, and I really can't... It, it's silly for me to say that we had a crazy schedule because there are people that are still podcasting every week no matter what so we're, we're amateurs but also in last month july that july was the last month good job i had surgery yeah you did so for quite a while you've been having just issues yes we and don't need to get into the details well, of you, said but, issues but you were having abdominal pains and we were trying to, even for like the past two years because even had something show up on my photo timeline of one of the times that we were in the ER from two years ago because I took a picture of like a, a painting on the wall that was Mario Kart. Really weird looking Mario. It's probably like, you know... Copyright friendly Mario. It's probably like, you know, Marco Kart or something like that. But that was two years ago, but you've been back a couple of times since then. But in yep. July, in this two-week period, something weird was going on. And we found out that... Well, they... They said something that I didn't really couldn't picture in my mind with what it meant. They said that you had a a twist in your colon. Yeah. Which I thought was just like, oh, here it is, and it's like a like a tube and it's just being twisted. What we found out, which I don't know how it got missed with X rays and CAT scans and all that stuff, is that you had an extra three feet of large intestine. Yeah, you're not you weren't supposed to have that. And so what it was doing is that it was causing all this problem, all this pain, all these issues you've been having. It's probably tied to that, and we just didn't know. Why are you saying it like I don't know? I'm just well. I'm saying it for the, you know, people that may be listening to us. People so, listen to things. Yeah, and now you're yawning during a podcast. This is great. Uh, sh- shut up. No. Uh, but but how do you how do you feel after being sliced and diced open? I feel better. I think. Well, I feel like you you're not having the pains that you were having before, and that overall you seem to be doing better. That's good. I definitely feel better emotionally because I don't have to worry about that stuff anymore. Well, we hope not. Just don't grow an extra three feet of colon and we're going to be fine. But it's hard. <laughs> oh, stop it. Stop it. So, yeah, we had a lot of fun with uh, being in the hospital and they even wheeled out an Xbox One. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Xbox. That didn't save any of your progress. So that was fun. That was my, that was my mistake. I didn't mean to hit you. Yeah, we used it for that one day. 
for you to... And we started trying to watch Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles during the hospital, which we I might discuss. We're talking about some other shows, so... We are. Oh, might yeah. be something to bring up. Yeah, so also last, I guess last month, you were dog-sitting. Well, this is all during the whole, I gotta go to the hospital stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, we started binge-watching... The Amazing World of Gumball and Phineas and Ferb. Two of the greatest shows of all time, apparently. I gotta say, when I first watched Gumball, I went, what? What is this? This is weird. I don't get it. It's kind of... It's funny, though. No, it is funny. I will say that that show has grown on me, and it's... I enjoy watching it for the most part. Although it's kind of frustrating when they're just being really obnoxious and mean. I don't like the mean. There is... There's a, one episode that I just refuse to watch of that show. There's an episode where there's, like, this big spider... Oh, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Phineas and Ferb is also great. It it just turned 15 this year, uh, a couple days ago. So that's cool. Yeah. No, that's a, to me, that's just one of the best all around shows, not just for kids, but for families. It is kind of repetitive, though. I think that's part of the shtick, you know, is that, oh, where's Perry? And there you are, Perry the Platypus. The same thing happens every time, but it's in different ways. And you got the songs. But the yeah, overall songs. theme of a family it just and, and friends is just ever-present, and I like that. Even with Dr. Diffenschmertz and Perry the Platypus, they're always fighting. They have a very strange relationship. They're always fighting, but they're never going to let the other one die. Yeah. At least Perry's not going to let Diffenschmertz die. He's like, fine, I'll help you. And then he you know, flies away on his Perry the Platypus-themed hang glider. Curse you, Perry the Platypus. Mm. Yeah. So and I mentioned this is kind of related to that because we're talking about TV shows, specifically cartoons. I started trying to watch Rise at the hospital and I fell asleep within like two minutes. So I just assumed that I wouldn't like the show. But then a couple days ago, I I remembered it. And so I started watching it on Netflix and I finished like the whole thing in like three days and watched the movie. And it was amazing Wait, is is the movie the thing that we were watching earlier today yes yeah that's i guess it was better than i thought it was going to be of course a lot of that is probably because of ben schwartz the guy who voices leonardo who is arguably let's be honest here arguably the, the best oh. the best teenage mutant ninja turtle now anybody who he's the best teenage mutant ninja turtle slash anthropomorphic duck slash blue hedgehog slash other things that probably okay well you've gone off the rails to, from talking about leonardo to ben schwartz but that's fine you said ben schwartz i thought playing the best turtle he was that's not the best turtle. Okay. we're gonna have this discussion later so, so tell you what anybody who listened to our episode turtles in a half shell or no gamers gamers in a gamers half in a half shell. shell excuse me know that part of this podcast crew had a tough time coming up and naming what naming all the turtles. I've so, gotten a lot better. Donatello is the purple one and he has a staff. Raphael is the red one and he has the forks. Mikey is the forks, orange one the and forks? he has the nunchucks. And Leo is the blue one with the swords. And there's Splinter, the dad, and uh, Casey Jones, and April O'Neil. Okay, and, so I don't know that you'd really call Splinter the dad. He's their dad. He's their He's their their leader, their their mentor. Well, in the sh- in the show that I was watching, uh, he yeah, he's their dad. So 
He's there, so is there an origin story where he is their father? He is he he was a human originally, and his DNA is the turtles' human DNA. The turtles were given human DNA, so they're teenage mutant ninja turtles. Okay, so that, there's a lot of confusing stuff in there that is not at all in any other form of the turtle stuff. So this stuff. is this part of the uh, the turtle multiverse, as you would say, right? Yes, sure, sure. I mean, I haven't seen, I've seen hardly anything of other forms of turtle media other than Shredder's Revenge, which we'll probably talk about. But I love Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's such a good show. I'm so glad that you. In my not, opinion, I'm so glad that you are not embarrassing yourself or the family name by saying that one of the turtles is named Donatardo, <laughs> or you know, Leolangelo, or whatever you know, Donapelago. I don't know what it was that you were saying, but it was Michael nonsense. Pelago? It was nonsense. I couldn't remember who Raphael was. Speaking of turtles, though, we're do we have to do good with the segues so we can you know keep oh. it rolling. Oh, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Speaking of turtles, Shredder's Revenge is something we should talk about because I don't know if we talked about it in our last episode. I have no idea. It's been, it, but admittedly, at some point, we, me and my father and Blaze Knight and some other children, Libby, Libby and the two-year-old, five-year-old, she's five. We played Shredder's Revenge, which is a, and, and by we we mean eighty percent of the group. <laughs> Which is a Turtles-themed beat-em-up, I guess. And it was really fun. It was. It was, I think, the first time that I played a game uh, using or playing online with someone else and actually enjoyed it. I think the last time I tried doing that was playing NBA Jam with a friend. And we're supposed to be on the same team, but it really felt like they were on a team by themselves and I was getting in the way. Yeah, that was honestly one of my favorite like one of the best gaming moments i've ever had it was just really fun playing with friends yeah but the game itself is pretty fun there's 16 levels each with a different boss night i knew none of them except yeah i knew none of them yeah that's right you knew but none now of them. i know some of them we're getting you're getting better um, yeah there's still a lot of learning that you need to do well only like two of the villains from that game were in the show that i ended up watching so mm. Yeah, but I know there's a rock, Bob Steady. Don't do this. <laughs> I'm kidding. This, uh, this is how we get. This is how we lose. You know, Patreon support. I like and, Donatello and, in that game because he's got the range with the stick. I started playing as Raphael just because I felt bad because I couldn't remember his name in our podcast. Yeah, so just to kind of go back a little bit, we completed the game. Yeah. With. Plays night with you know Mike and his family, so that was really fun to do that to get to the ending, unlocking Casey Jones. Sorry, spoilers for anybody who hasn't been around the past couple of months, but I know you've gone back and played a lot more of it. Yeah, I have now. I've I've, I went back and I'm kind of just like playing through the game with all the other characters because there's achievements for one getting each character to max level and two, like seeing each character's ending because each character has a different like screen. That yeah, you get oh. when you beat the final boss. I'm not sure I knew so that. So I cool. have fully leveled up Donatello, Mikey, and Leo. Because Leo, Leo and Donatello were easy because when we played through the game right. with Mike and Co, we 
used respectively. No, not respectively. Uh, whatever. We, you used Leo and I used Donatello. Right. So being it with all the different um, with all the different characters, do you have to do it all 1 through 16 levels or can you just like go back no, to level 16? No, you just beat the final boss. Oh, okay. Well, that, I, I appreciate that. I, I feel like it's being you know, respectful of my time so I don't have to go through the whole thing. But I don't think I will ever be able to like 100% the game because in order to do that, you have to, there's certain level, each level has like a couple challenges you have to beat. Right. And it could be like kill a couple enemies by using a certain attack or don't fall in pits or, but some, some levels, like three or four of them, including the final boss, you are, you can't, you have to beat the boss without taking any damage. Well, you have to beat the whole level without taking any damage. Right. And it, it's it, just so, so difficult. Anything that says do it without taking any damage is usually pretty laughable to me, especially whenever it's just hordes of enemies coming at you. I think the only thing where I might say, oh, I could try doing that without getting hit would be maybe some of the bosses in, in Cuphead. You know, where, let me, I bet I could go for the A-plus ranking. I, I bet I could get that. But it's something like beat him up. No, but there's there's just too much going, especially whenever you whenever you have the green foot clan members on both sides of the screen shooting arrows at you while wild animals are running through the zoo. Like no. Thankfully that level doesn't require you to beat it without taking damage. But you have to You can't you have to stop like you can only you can't get hit a whole bunch by obstacles like the stampeding animals or the monkeys throwing bananas at you. Yeah, I'm glad that we figured out it was bananas that they were throwing and not you know, chocolate fecal ice matter. cream. Chocolate ice cream is what fecal it was. Fecal matter. Whatever. It's fecal matter. All right. So yeah, we, we played that. What else have you been playing? I know what you. you I've been, been playing. You've been well. You've been playing a lot of stuff. Yes, I have. At least a lot of stuff that's new. It's I've been playing been a lot of the same stuff. A long time since we recorded. So. Well, you know. tell you what. In the hospital, I know there was a game that you were replaying. Ooh, Odyssey. And that's not on here. I don't think it is not. Yeah. I've replayed Mario Odyssey, and I I didn't get all the moons and stuff, but I was just playing it, having fun. I forgot how fun that game is to just run around and do stuff. Yeah, I haven't man, I haven't touched that game in, since it Another came out. Another game I played in the hospital and that is on both of our lists is the Cuphead DLC, the delicious last course, which we have not been able to talk about yet. I have beaten it. You haven't. Right? That, that is correct because... Well, yeah, I've been playing. You're not an epic gamer. Well, no, I've been playing Cuphead on the Xbox, and so that copy there is that's not where I bought the DLC. Bought it for the Switch. Everybody who's listening, but oh, I thought you weren't spending money on video games this year. I had eShop credit, so that's what I used it for. Yeah, so we played a little bit of that together. I think a think day or two after it came out. Two bosses. I just, I was. Completely blown away by the DLC. It was so fun. Miss Chalice is a great character to play as. I really like playing as Miss Chalice. And all the new bosses they added were fun. And there was this like I don't know how to describe it. It's like just like an extra challenge, I guess. The king stuff. Yeah, you have to defeat certain enemies. Like you can't really damage any enemies. You don't have any power ups or abilities or anything, but you all you can do is parry. Right, there's no shooting. Like the first level, there's a bunch of guys running around. You have to parry all of their heads. Those are called pawns because it's all chess themed. Yes. And then there's another one where 
you have to parry these like pink cannons to shoot at some person in the background or things like that. It's just, it's really fun. It's cool. I like it. Yeah. We worked together to do the ones with the pawns was the first one. The second one was with a knight. We were not able to beat the horse. You were though, right? Oh yeah. I beat all of them. And at the, once you beat all of them, there's something you can do called like the gauntlet or something, whatever. You have to be all all of them without dying. It refills your health in between. Yeah. I, and since we've done that, I haven't gone back and played any of the DLC, but I know that you did. When we were dog sitting, you kept playing that, and I think you beat that. Not only did you beat the DLC, but then you beat the, the, the base game with Miss Chalice, right? Yes, there's a secret you get for beating every single boss with Miss Chalice. It's just like a filter that just changes the way Miss Chalice looks. That's, that's it. Okay. But I liked pretty much all the bosses. I liked the secret boss was pretty cool and all that stuff. Um, the new items are cool too. I mean, I didn't, I only used the new guns. I didn't use any of the new charms. Mm. Cause the way Miss Chalice works, I hope this isn't too spoilery, but the way Miss Chalice works, it isn't, it isn't like. You can fast forward another, a couple minutes. It isn't like another character you choose it's a charm that you equip that turns you into miss chalice and it's really cool you get like an extra health it's a lot miss chalice was a lot more balanced than i thought it would be i thought like a double jump and being able to dodge roll it just sounds too good but it's actually pretty balanced well i thought that you'd be able to do that but then also equip a charm like the smoke dash but no it's not like an almost but the dodge roll gives you invincibility so okay yeah, I was just thinking, like, whenever I play Cuphead normally, the smoke dash is, like, that is the the best and most used charm for me. At least for me. No, and, the, yeah, and, me then you, and then using, you know, coffee for all the flying levels and then grim matchstick. The one complaint I have about the DLC is that I'm kind of sad that there weren't any new running gun levels. Mm. That was kind of... That's kind of surprising. Mm. Kind of felt like there would have been. But other than that, it was great. Loved it. 10 out of 10 DLC. Oh. Well, it's not as good as uh, the Octo expansion for Splatoon 2, but it was pretty good. So while we're talking about Cuphead, one thing that I will throw out there is that while you were busy playing the DLC, you know, while we were dog sitting, I was able to pull up Cuphead because I bought it on Xbox. I pulled it up on the computer and I had one of the best run I've ever had in Cuphead and I only died twice. And so that was fantastic. I'm trying to replicate that, but I have not been able to do that so far. But I will say this: some of those bosses that took hours and hours and hours to complete a long time ago, I'm getting through them in you know the first run. So I'm improving. There's still some that I really do not like. All right. So what else? What else have we been playing? Oh, we've been. We both have this on our list: Slay the Spire. Oh no, not Slay the Spire again. Again, yeah. Slay the Spire, and I don't really have much to say about it, actually. It's been a long time since I've played it. Maybe you played a little bit more, like the first little bit where, I guess like a year or so ago when you were first trying it out. You were actually, you were playing it quite a bit. Maybe not. I only played it like a little bit back then. Like, no, maybe like period. in the past month or so. Then why'd you say year? Well, the first time you picked it up, you may have tried it and went, ah, oh, this is not uh, for yeah. me. I was, I did play it quite a bit. I never beat it. Yeah, sometimes it's tough to get it. Oh, no crying. We don't, there's no crying in podcasting. I did unlock a couple of characters. Though. It was pretty fun, but I just, yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah. I prefer playing multiverses. So what is multiverses for the people that don't know? Oh my gosh. It's like, you know, Smash Bros. Do so it's I like know Smash, Smash Bros. Do kinda? I know Smash Bros? Are you kidding me? I, it's, I've been playing it, Smash Bros. before you were born, son. So it's like Smash Bros. But made by made by Warner Brothers. So they got like DC, Cartoon Network, Game of Thrones, apparently. All that kind of stuff. Characters from all of those. There's a Game of Thrones character in it? Apparently. Who? I don't know. What do you mean you like, don't know? Something Stark. I don't. The last name is Stark. Tony. It's no, Tony. it's. <laughs> so you're that's he's called Iron Man. That's no, it's like I think no, it's it's called Arya Stark. So don't get confused. <laughs> they are not related to Arya winning. I, th- I might be pronouncing that wrong. I don't know. You probably are. But it's you know, really. We need to go back and rewatch Game of Thrones. You obviously did not pay attention. It's really fun. I like playing as Harley Quinn and Bugs Bunny and uh, Wonder Woman. No, I don't like Wonder Woman. Um, I don't. Know, it's fun. It's re- it's free to play as well, so that's cool. And it came out fairly recently. It just started like their like season one, which is cool. Does it have Steven Universe? It does have Steven Universe. Yeah, I like Steven Universe too. It's pretty epic. Okay. Yeah, it's good. You should play it. Uh, I don't not. know. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. It's a lot different from Smash Bros. I like it more than Smash Bros. Maybe. Heresy. It's cheaper than Smash Bros. That's for sure. I suppose. Of course, I like Smash Bros. because of the characters I can play with. All those fire like emblem. All the fire emblem characters. You can play as a Game of Thrones character. In Smash Brothers? No. This is breaking news. I did not know. So this is part of the third battle pass. Uh, or what are the, the character battle character pass thing in uh, Smash Bros. You can play as Game of Thrones. Uh, not a character, but you can play as the Game of Thrones. Also, they announced two new characters that are coming at some point, And one of them is some guy. And the other one is this weird little green thing with white hair. I don't know what either one of them are. Some guy? I don't know. All right, tell you what. Keep talking. I'm going to look this up. Okay, yeah. Just, so I get to talk. Okay. So. So, so what? New character. Oh, multiverses. Genshin Impact. It's, it's listening to us. It knows. Who are the first new characters in multiverses? Uh, well. Yeah, that's. Yeah. The Animaniacs? I don't think that's Johnny right. Bravo? Samurai Jack? Powerpuff Girls? Ooh. No. Okay, this all confirmed and leaked. Yeah, see, Arya Stark. I was right. Yeah, not related to Arya winning. Just want to make sure that we're clear about that. Maybe they just look like Tony Stark. Everybody's like, Arya Stark? Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Harley Quinn, Shaggy, Bugs Bunny, Arya Stark, Jake the Dog. I don't know who that is. Adventure Time. Finn the Human. Why doesn't it say Steven Universe is from Steven Universe? I think it's pretty simple. You should be able to figure that out. And they don't say that Tom and Jerry oh, is from Tom is. and Jerry. Oh, there it is. Black Adam and Stripe. Oh, yeah. So Stripe, the green guy, he's a gremlin. Well, what's his leaked characters? Joker. Marvin. Well, I think we knew Marvin. Marvin the Martian. Oh, uh, uh, what I do? Get your fingers off this. Gandalf. Woo. Raven. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Fred Flintstone. Mad Max. Godzilla, Neo, Scorpion, Sub-Zero. Neo from The Matrix. Nice. Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. 
Emmett from the Lego movie? <laughs> wow. I don't know if all of those are real. Beetlejuice would be a fun one. They might just be listing all the characters they want to be in the game. I don't uh, know. Very, very likely. So anyway, so, anyway, uh, so Spike, and of course, there's always the segment that we have when we do Are You Winning Son, where we have some kind of connection back to the 80s. And I talk about how great back it was. Back in the oh, 80s. Wow. <laughs> back in the 80s. So it was June 1980-something. So in the movie Gremlins, they accidentally spill water on Gizmo, who is a mogwai. And so what? Mogwai. It's this little furry critter. You mean the gremlins? No, that's different. So when water gets spilled on Gizmo, all these little pods pop off of his back and become little um, gremlins. Mogwai. No, they're mogwai. Then where are the hold gremlins? On, hold on. So you weren't supposed to get them wet because they multiply. And you can't the, feed them after midnight. And that's and you what can't, happens. Whenever they know. eat after midnight, then they turn into gremlins. So they go into the this weird little pod thing and change into these weird green scaly things called gremlins. And the main bad guy is one called Spike because he has, he has this white haired mohawk. Okay, but th so there's an episode of Gumball okay. leading back to Gumball. Where of course, all someone, roads lead back to Gumball. Someone buys a magic fish, kind of. And the guy. Not, not Darwin? The, yeah, it was Darwin, actually. And the guy he bought it from is like, whatever you do, don't get it wet. And he was like, but it's a fish. And he was like, wait, no, uh, don't feed it after midnight. And he said, it's kind of always after midnight. So, yeah, that's my question. Isn't it kind of always after midnight? Yeah, that always bothered me as a kid. Like, so. Is it just like between midnight and like six in the morning or something? Probably between midnight and sunrise is what I surmised when I was a kid. Like, yeah, that's probably about right. But in the movie, spoilers for a movie that came out. 38 years ago. They turn into gremlins. Well, they you know? mess up the clock and they unplug it. And so, so they, they don't know it's after midnight. So talk, well, the guy who is in charge of them says, oh, it's not midnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can here's some food. And then bad, bad, bad things happen. And then, of course, there's gremlins too. And then there's a video game made by, I think, Sunsoft, Gremlins 2. I beat that game back in the day. Is it good? It was a pretty decent Three quarters overhead perspective platformer. Usually, video games based off of movies aren't that good, or so I've heard from ET. No, this one was this one actually was pretty decent. There, every once in a while, there is a good, you know, game that's based on a movie. It doesn't happen that often. I think it happens more frequently now. I can't think of a good example of a a game based off a movie that's good nowadays. Well, the Lego stuff. That's probably about the best that you can get in terms of using a movie license. I mean, like, Lego Star Wars is good because they spread, like, the amount of levels that would normally be in a Lego game across, like, six movies. But if you have, like, one movie that you're trying to spread a whole game's worth of... Like, I I played through the Lego movie video game because I got it for, like, not that much because Humble Bundle. It wasn't the best lego game i've ever played but also mm. like they just have the one movie there is so much stuff that's just completely stretched out like the last 15 10 minutes of the movie is stretched into like three levels hmm. it's kind of a so problem. i did think of a good 
game based on a movie, like one that I enjoyed, and that was Aladdin on the Super Nintendo. Now you're laughing because you've never played that game. Correct. But I it haven't. Was, it was that one was really good. Now some people will argue and say, no, the Genesis version is superior. What is the difference? Uh, I think there's a subtle difference in terms of the levels, maybe even the music. I, I don't really know. I didn't have a Genesis. And the friend that I had, the friend that I knew who had a Genesis, didn't have the game. And we lived in a town where you weren't renting Genesis games. Your options to renting video games were all Nintendo. That's all you had. Small town. That's what you get. All right. So what else? Oh, so this is one that's been kind of going around. Power Wash Simulator. Now, you're laughing, but it's here on your list. And I know Whenever spent... I make a noise, you're like, well, you're laughing. So it was a funny game, right? No, it was just, it's dumb because <laughs> it sounds like it would be such a stupid game. You just power wash things, but it's really satisfying. I feel like anything that throws the word simulator at the end of it, and the first part is a real life thing, just seems questionable, like lawn mowing simulator. Oh, that one's not good. I tried that. It's not good. It's not good? No, not really. Okay, well. But now I have it for free on the Epic Game Store. I have like 35 plus games in the Epic Games launcher that I I haven't paid for a single one of them. Because there's like a new free game every Thursday. 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 Yeah, but there are some of those similar games. I know people can get really into that, like Farming Simulator. There's one that I, I think it's just called Truck Driver. It's like a truck driving simulator, like. Not like an arcade type thing, because there was one called, I think, Mother Truckers. Reminds me of a game called Cluster Truck. Yeah. No, this one was, it was like an arcade racing game where you are an 18-wheeler, and you're trying to get from point A to point B, and there's like a rival trucker who's trying to run you off the road, and you've got to avoid a, a tornado as well. And, you know, jumping ramps, it's all kinds of crazy. But truck driver is, no, you've got to go deliver your stuff, and you can't run the red lights. You can't just go off-roading because that'll damage your truck and stuff. It's boring. Yeah. But Power Wash Simulator was... It's just really satisfying. Somehow, like, all the stuff you have to clean is, like, caked in dirt and mud and ash. And it looks like the entire place got set on fire. There's, like, vehicles and just places you have to clean. It's really... I don't know why it's so satisfying. But it is just seeing the whole place go from being the dirtiest place you've ever seen to being, like, squeaky clean. So let's talk about your room. Let's talk about your bedroom. Uh, no, okay, thank okay, you. So let's, I'm good. Uh, let's, so uh, one, of the, one of the games I want to talk about, uh, for me, is a game that I was playing an hour ago. It's a game that is, I guess for the second half of August, is one of the games with gold. Remember That's it? It was for all of August. I can't remember. That's it? Just a month? What do you mean just a month? It's only going to be there for the one no, month. No, no, no. That's when you can claim it. So did you claim it? Yes, that's why I was playing it. So it's not on Games with Gold? It's just in... Games, your... games with Gold, the games just... kind of rotate in and out, but you have to claim them to keep them. You don't get to play them until you claim it. So why don't you just claim all of them? I do when they come up. Well, I claim most of them. Some of them, like, I'm never going to play, you know, Whatever this, you know, gangster shoot him up, you know. Well, well, I might need to cut this part out because this isn't really related to anything. But like, where do I go if I want to download that on my Xbox? Do I go to your per- you, or purchase games or games with gold? You should be able to find it under games with gold if you're under my account. 
what if I'm not? Because I'm not. Is there a way I can play it on my account? I think it would have to be downloaded onto the system first. Okay, then I'm So you'd have to do that through my account, and then you should be able to play. You might have to log in as me to be able to access the purchased games. Okay. But anyway, anyway. Th- this game's called uh, Scourge Bringer. And normally, whenever I claim the games on Games with Gold, it tries to automatically download, and I just go and I clear the download queue. I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't want to download this. I just want to claim it so I can go back and play later if I want to. But this one was, I think it was under a gig, like 700 megs. I went, yeah, you know what? Why don't you go ahead and do that? And we'll see what it's like. Just the the icon for it looked pretty interesting. It looked like it was going to be some kind of pixel art, you know, graphic style. I went, okay, let's do this. And as soon as I loaded it up, you know, it's got the large chunky pixels. I guess that's what you could call them. That reminded me of Celeste or um, Dandara. It's a... I don't know what it's that a, is. It's another game that I have. And then it kind of felt like it was playing a lot like Celeste. You all right, girl? She's so cute. Oh, she is my Aww. good girl. She's also my good girl, right? No, she's my good girl. Yeah, she's both of our good She's mine. She's such a good girl. So anyway. the game is, I guess it's a roguelike game. And I don't really know what the whole story is. I think there's a mystery and you're still trying to piece it out. So it's the map is made up of a bunch of just single screen rooms and they're all connected. So you can see the map being built as you go from room to room. But when you go into each room, there are usually two waves of enemies. And once you defeat all those, then it opens up the pathway to, you know, another room. There might be a, you know, a shopkeeper or there's a place where you can get an upgrade. There is, I guess what you might call a mid boss. And of course I've, I've only played like about three or four runs. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm doing. But I've gotten to a place where clearly there's going to be like the main boss for that level beyond the doors. And I went, let me finish checking all the rooms. But there's the mid boss. And if you defeat him, you get like a special orb. Whereas when you kill the normal enemies, they just give you blood droplets. So it's really weird. It's like your currency is blood drops, which you can use to buy things from the from the merchant. So your currency is blood. Why don't you just like pick your finger and get infinite well, money? Well, you're going to die. It's not infinite. It doesn't work that way. But when you beat the, the mid boss, that one little item that you get can then be used on this skill tree to unlock permanent upgrades, which I appreciate that about roguelikes. If, like even if you die, you still get them like that kind of permanent upgrades. Right. So I just upgraded it. So I now have, I think two extra health points. So you start with six, so now I'm up at I'm up to eight, which should make the following runs a little bit easier. And there's all kinds of difficulty settings that you can adjust. You can have, you know, infinite health. You can slow down the the projectiles from the enemies. Uh, you can even turn off flashing effects, which I really appreciate because I'm not a person who is prone to seizures, but but you have old eyes. It's it's partly that, but the, the sorry, just the, that photo sensitivity. I don't like flashing. I don't like flashing things. It really, really bothers me. So I'm looking forward to seeing other things that I can upgrade. But again, it's nice to have permanent upgrades. I feel like there are some upgrades you can do in other roguelikes, like dead cells. Yeah. But I feel like you also start over at the very, very beginning every single time. You might get to start with more money. But are there permanent health upgrades in that? 
not health upgrades, but you get a lot of health upgrades just by playing the game. Right. But to me, there's always that disappointment of, oh, I failed in this run. Something I don't like is that, like, your the cells, what you use to upgrade. Right. You can only upgrade at the end of each, I don't know, floor, room, whatever you want to call sure. it. Like, each section. So, if you die, like, if you die, you lose all the cells that you didn't spend. Yeah, but usually it's not, it's not too terribly bad if you only lose, like, one level of progress. Speaking of Dead Cells, I could talk about Dead Cells for a long time. It's such a good game. Yeah, I love it. You've unlocked something called a map, and I'm like, there's a map? What? I don't know. Some, there's you, you, always been, a map. What? You've been to a lot more places than I've been. No, I'm not yeah, just but like half of the places on the map, it's like, there's like a big lock symbol on it. Or like, I find a doorway, and it's like, oh, you can't go through there. You don't have a DLC. Oh, uh, well, womp womp. That's what Which you... Is why, like, I don't even know if it's worth it to get the DLC, because... But I feel like if it ever goes off of Game Pass, I might look into buying it on the Switch if it goes on sale. Uh, what, what you need to do then is get the maybe the physical version or find one that has like the complete stuff that includes the DLC. Yeah. Well, that reminds me. There's like a, um, some weird like early access thing to Splatoon 3. Oh, that's a thing? Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't know if I'm going to do it. I'm not. You probably should. You know that you have fun doing it. I've decided not to. Yeah, that was very quick. There's some <sighs> DLC that just came out this week that I was excited for, but the game just left Game Pass, so I can't. What game was it? Boyfriend Dungeon. Uh, oh, it's not Game Pass? Excuse you. I never got to play it. No, it was a, it's a good dungeon what? crawler type thing, but yeah, so there's, uh, there's some of the things, some of the content in the game that's not really for, for kiddos. I'm not a kiddo. Because of the well, some of the, the dating sim stuff is just not, it's not all the greatest for you. Yeah, I'm not good at dating sims. I once played a dating sim called Speed Dating for Ghosts, and it didn't go well. That sounds very weird. It was if part of that like super huge humble not humble one that itch.io oh, yeah. bundle. That was weird. I don't. It didn't go well. There was a, a I think there was a game from one of the humble bundles <laughs> that I picked up. Called Pondbarian, where it's on a five by five, five by five or six by six um, chessboard grid, and you're moving this your character around, but it's based on moves from cards that you draw. So you draw a card that has a picture of a pawn. So you can either just move up one square, or if there is an enemy diagonally. diagonally, you can do that. But you can also upgrade that so that after you move, it then attacks in the four cardinal directions or diagonally so it can hit extra enemies. And some of that stuff can be applied to, you can upgrade, a, say, your knight to do this. So after they move, then they attack in all the corners. Uh, I've only played through a little bit of that. I want to go back and play some more because there are other characters I can play as. It was kind of interesting because the enemies that are on the screen, some of them say that they have immunity if your character is within a one-block radius of them. So if you attack them, it has to be from far away. So you have to have like a rook card or a bishop card. So. Speaking of humble bundle, something I just want to mention because I thought it was really cool. I guess one of the bundles was something for like game making. It had a whole bunch of RPG maker stuff and like tile assets and stuff. But the lowest, 
like the least amount you could pay to get stuff was one dollar yeah. and basically i got a 70 dollar rpg maker program software what was it called game rpg maker amazon.ca sorry yeah. uh i got a 70 dollar rpg maker game for like less than a dollar which is just i don't know amazing i i haven't used it yet because i don't know how but I should probably look up stuff to do because I always wanted to do that. Yeah, they always have all kinds of neat things on here. I don't think this is... Ultimate Fantasy. Whoa. Yeah, that's not it. Yeah, that doesn't look like it. All right. So I think that's... Like, we covered a lot of stuff that we've been playing. We're pretty good about that. I would just like to say sorry, Mike. There we go. Because... We haven't done our podcast in a while. Well, <laughs> and we're so sorry. Well, I'm not all that sorry. Me neither. It's just it's life. It happens. Yeah, it's life. It happens. So speaking of Mike uh, at Blaze Knight zero nine two three, don't make that face. He's a <laughs> decent fella. I didn't make a face. What do you mean? So he. I can make whatever face I want. No one would ever know. Oh, I would know because I have to look at your face. Okay, you would know. Not... Oh my gosh, Luigi! What happened? I don't know. He's always scared. Mario. So, Blaze and I asks, you get to save three games from previous console exclusivity, but one has to be a remake, one has to be a remaster, and one a straight port. Which games does, do you pick, and how would you save each? What does previous console exclusivity exactly mean? Games that are stuck on an old console. But, like... What if it's like an old PlayStation game? Like, there's no point in saying that because like, if we want a PlayStation game to get remade, it's still just going to be on PlayStation, right? We don't have PlayStations here. Well, I mean, not necessarily. You could pick that. But, or... So, I might say something like SSX Tricky. Because that's... They haven't remade that, and it's not available on current consoles. So it's still kind of stuck on that GameCube, Xbox, PS2 era. Maybe some kind of like Band Hero or Guitar Hero game, because I don't think they make those anymore. Well... And we used to play one of them on the Xbox 360. We got, we got the drums up there. Yeah, but Always the out of reach. pedals broken. Because someone stepped, someone broke it. Well, that happens. So let's see. SSX. Um, I wouldn't mind that being... I get confused. Wait a minute. What's remake versus remaster? Remaster is just like better graphics and stuff. Yeah, give me SSX Tricky remastered for the current consoles so that we still get to hear Run DMC's It's Tricky. What if you pull off those spectacular moves? I would, I would be all over that. You're thinking about something, huh? I remembered. What? Um, there's a game on the 3DS called Tomodachi Life. And I would really like to see that get a remake on the Switch. Mm. Kind of like how Miitopia got a remake on the Switch. Okay. I mean, they kind of already have some of the parts for that, I think. That would be cool. Oh, oh that would be good. So you said 3DS, and then my mind starts going to, like, Whatever you say, then my mind's going to go there, and I'm having a hard time answering this question. Uh, but you did mention, like, the Guitar Hero and Rock Band stuff. 
but I always like rhythm games. So I, do. I also I would like, like rhythm games. I would like to see. I don't know how you would do that very well. I would like to see a new Elite Beat Agents or Owen Don game on the Switch. So you got the so you can use the touch screen. I think that would be. Um, so wait, so well, I think there's a game. Just, just uh, for to answer Blazonet's question, I say make that a port. Give me Elite Beat Agents. Just port it to the Switch. I I would kind of want like an Elite Beat Agents remastered, maybe. Mm. But with, with new current songs. I think there is a game that's kind of like Elite Beat Agents, like on PC called. I think it's. Keep talking about Remember, stuff. Ever, let me know what that is. Keep talking about stuff. You know what? Here's one that I think would be a great for a street port. I think Blaze not could get behind this. And of course, I also mentioned it on our last podcast. Um, Fart Emblem Awakening. Is that like you said? Fart Emblem. Fire Emblem Awakening or Fire Emblem Fates. Bring those as straight ports to the Switch. I think that would be fantastic. Yeah, it's this game. I found it. It's called Osu. Look at that. It now looks like what you do in Elite Beat Agents, but more anime. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, that was useless. I can't really give a concrete answer to that. I can just say what games I want to see come back. Yeah, I was trying to think of something else, but of course, all my stuff is going to be related to sports. I know. Uh, I know. Well, wait, why? Why sports? Since okay, so, when are rhythm games a sport? Okay, that one aside, but what's going through my mind? So what I would like for them to remake is NBA Street Volume 2. And here's why. I know Which you're one like, is that? That's, that's not the one with two different versions of Michael Jackson? Jordan. Jordan. My word. Every time with this. <laughs> so I would like for them to remake it where you have more up-to-date content. Like give me some of the some of the newer basketball players. Did we mention when we were talking about the surgery that I got three feet of my colon removed? Yes. I don't think we actually mentioned that. Yeah, we did. Maybe we didn't. I don't know. You're sleepy. We you probably, just woke up. It's it's almost two in the afternoon. I when I woke up like ten hours ago. Give me a break. Wait, no. Wait, wait, wait. Math wait. is hard. I'm 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 sorry. I've I've failed as Six. a father. I've failed as a father. Seven. Seven is my final answer. Oh, you're so sweet. Yeah, give me a good NBA Street game with you know current rock. Three different versions slightly. of Michael Jackson. Slow it well, then you're not going to want to play as the third one because that's going to be Michael Jordan from the Washington Wizards, and it's not going to be that good. What's the Washington Wizards? They're an NBA team based in Washington D.C. I know, OMG. So yeah, I think that's that's what we'd like to see. But you know what, Blaze and I, I'd like to. Well, then say what you'd like to see, but you can't think of anything. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, you know what? Stop. I appreciate the question. Unless there's another question. Nope. Maybe. No, no other questions. No. That's it. That's it. Nobody likes us. No, that's that is not true. I know. All right. What is it? Nothing. Nothing. So uh, thank you everybody for listening. And I know this is probably going to be a surprise when it shows up on your podcast feed. Sorry. Yeah, we'll try to do better and get an and I know. This being an even-numbered episode, we were probably supposed to have a guest on, so we'll have to... Cassie! Yes, so... Uh, Cassie, say something. Say something to the microphone, Cassie. That's her butt. Never mind. Hold on. Uh, 
Cassie's here. You probably heard her earlier. We're not yes. going to cut that part out because yep. that counts as a guest. Yeah, Cassie was here. We'll have to figure it out. Maybe we need to get somebody on for episode 13. But that's the unlucky number. It's just a number. I know. That's the joke. We don't need anybody with triskotechophobia. Uh-huh. What? Fear of the number 13. <laughs> so. What about anatidophobia? Hold on. I'm going to so, look at I'm going to look at it because it's funny. So you guys can, of course, find us on Spotify, Pocket Cast, Apple, Google, Audible, uh, anywhere that's good to find podcasts, you can find us. You- I just want to say that anatidophobia is the irrational fear that somewhere a duck or goose is watching you at all times. Okay. <laughs> and, now, and now that Caleb has the tired sillies. It's not the tired sillies. It's just so stupid. Why are you afraid of a duck watching you at all times? I always feel like there's a duck watching me. Maybe it's just a dream. Do we have, is this our podcast ending music? Is this the outro music? Not yet. So remember, you can find us on the Twitters at Pod. You can find Caleb at ToasterRWaffle. You can find me at Mathman1024. And uh, yeah, so until the next time, which hopefully won't be two months. You can also find us at our address, which is. Uh, I'm getting. So until we meet again, remember to ask yourself, "Are you winning, son?" I know you're going to say that. Yeah, that's because it's here in the show notes. Yeah. And if not, we'll leave you with these two simple words of advice: Get good. Get good. Yeah. I yeah, you had to wait till I was done, yeah. right? You can't uh-huh. say it at the same time because there's. Teenage mutant. Sorry. Why do you always want to do stuff that's going to get this show taken off the air? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Sorry. A-Y-W-S is kind of like T-M-N-T. We are the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You're the nerd guy. And I'm the the other one. Are you winning some of the podcast? Are you winning some of the podcast? Are you winning some of the podcast? Are you winning? Get good.